Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. In this video, I'm going to talk about how to transition from macro tracking to more intuitive eating. I have worked with hundreds of macro clients over the years. Macros are an amazing tool. They can absolutely help you get results, but at the same time, you shouldn't use them forever, or maybe you don't want to use them forever. So in this video, I'm going to tell you how to make that transition happen. So actual steps that you can do, actual things that you can do to make that transition and share some mindset shifts for you that will help make that transition a little bit easier. I am Tina Hopper. I am the woman behind the carrots and cake brand. Carrots and cake is all about having your carrots and cake too. So living a healthy lifestyle, but also having a lot of fun at the same time. On my channel, you will hear all about nutrition and macros and fitness, as well as hormones and gut health and minerals and so much more. So please take a second to subscribe because there is going to be a lot more topics are a lot more videos on these topics and you don't want to miss them. Okay, so let's start with the mindset shifts that you need to make. I think this is a big part of that transition from macros to more intuitive eating. So with macros, you have a tool that you're using every single day. They provide that flexible structure that we all know and love and they provide you with some sort of consistency because it's something that you're doing every day or most days of the week. But the thing with macros is that you don't want to use them forever. I mean, you can, but I just feel like it's no way to live. I always make this joke with my clients. Are you gonna be you know, a 75 year old grandma still tracking your food? <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with that, but I hope not. I hope at that point you are living, living your life, enjoying your food and not tracking every single morsel that goes into your body. So the first mindset shift that I think you need to make is knowing that tracking macros is a choice. You don't have to do it. I think a lot of us get stuck in this diet culture where we need to control our diet, but really you don't need to micromanage your diet to get results. If anything, I think that behavior can make you a little bit crazy. There can be a little bit of obsession with your food, obsession with your intake, obsession with your macros, that whole idea of hitting your macros every single day. I think that can be really stressful and it can even make you feel bad about yourself if you're not tracking macros every single day or doing it perfectly. So knowing that you don't have to do it, you don't have to micromanage your diet, I think can be really freeing for you. It's one thing or one way that you can let go of macros as a tool and really allow yourself to eat freely and not worry about tracking everything perfectly. So just throwing that in as number one, that realization that you don't need to micromanage your macros and really you deciding to track your macros is totally a choice and it's not something you have to do. So the second mindset shift that I think you need to make when transitioning from macros to intuitive eating is knowing that your body doesn't require so much math. <laughs> So it goes back to the first thing that I said, as far as micromanaging your diet. But what I joke about with my clients all the time is that 
we are not robots. We do not eat the same way every single day and our dietary and caloric needs change from day to day, depending on whether we are working out, whether we had a good night's sleep, whether we're super stressed out, where we are in our menstrual cycles. Yes, that is definitely a video for a future day. Look for that. Look up cycle syncing. It is fascinating, but our bodies need different types of foods and different amounts of foods, depending where we are at at during our cycles, so definitely a future video. But my whole point is our energy needs change from day to day. So to think that we need an exact number of calories or an exact number of macros is kind of crazy um, because things can change so much from day to day. So to think that you need exactly 1800 calories every single day, doesn't make sense. So I think knowing that can be very, very helpful and can help you eat more intuitively because some days you are going to be more hungry than others. Like if you had a really, really hard workout, an intense workout, you're sweating a lot, maybe it was a long workout, you're gonna need way more food than a day that you don't work out at all. Or maybe you just go for a walk or something like that. Um, so our energy needs really do change from day to day. So um, our bodies just don't need that much math and structure and robot eating. Okay, so the third mindset shift that you need to make when making this transition to intuitive eating is learning to trust your body. And I know it sounds a little cheesy and a little woo, um, but simply tracking macros, it kind of ignores a lot of those body signals that you get because you are basically programmed to hit your macros or do certain things as far as getting enough protein, carbs, and fat in your diet. So it's almost like you have learned not to trust your body because you're eating in such a way that is so driven by those macros. So when you learn to trust your body, um, it does loosen the reins a little bit on those macros. It can be really good thing for you to stop and slow down and listen to your biofeedback and to realize how your body is responding, but your body deserves that trust. And I think when you loosen the reins on the macro tracking, you can start to trust your body more and more. And if you think about it, our body gives us signals all the time. And I think when you start to realize that you can trust your body, this whole process becomes easier and easier. So for example, at nighttime, your body gets a little bit tired. Um, when you have to go to the bathroom, you have an urge to go to the bathroom. So there are things that happen in your everyday life that can give you feedback and can help you learn to trust your body more and more. So I think this is really key. So when you, start to trust your body, it can make that transition so much easier. And finally, the fourth mindset shift that I think you need to make is knowing that change is good. And I think a lot of us get wrapped up in tracking macros. We've done it for months. We've done it for years. I mean, I have clients that have tracked their macros for many, many years, and it can be really hard to let them go because they really provide that flexible structure. It's something you could count on from day to day, but at the same time, our priorities change. You don't always need to track macros. And I think knowing that doing something a little bit different is not necessarily a bad thing. It can be a good thing. And sometimes pushing yourself out of that comfort zone can help you discover so many different things about yourself. So like I had mentioned, you can start trusting your body more. You can start exploring new food choices. You can have more time to devote to other things besides tracking your food. So change is not necessarily a bad thing. And I do think 
when you embrace that change, it helps you really grow. It helps you focus on other things. Um, and I think this can be a really important part of transitioning from the macros to more intuitive eating. So making this transition from tracking macros to more intuitive e eating can be super overwhelming. It can be kind of scary, especially if it's been something that you've done for a really long time. You know, this is a tool that you can rely on. It provides a decent amount of consistency and not having it in your life can feel really uncomfortable, <laughs> which I totally understand. I have been there too. And also if you're somebody that's gotten amazing results from tracking macros, you could worry that you're going to gain all the weight back or put on the weight. Um, and obviously you don't want to lose your progress. So I have four things that you can do to actually make this transition easier and four things that I have seen my clients do to help them go from tracking macros every single day to having a much more loose relationship with macros and eating more intuitively. The first thing I want to point out is, I guess it's a tip, but I think the best time to do this is when you are in maintenance. So you're not on a diet, you're not in a reverse diet. Um, I think being in maintenance is a really good time to do this because you don't have a specific goal in mind. You have a little more wiggle room with what you're eating and you know, being in maintenance, you want to be there most of your life. So I think when you have gone through a cut, you've done reverse diets, maybe you've done a bulk, you've kind of landed in maintenance and you've been in maintenance for a while and you've been tracking for a while and you're ready for a change, I think that is the best time to try some of these tips. Okay, so the first tip I have for you for actually making this transition is taking purposeful days off from tracking. So if you are tracking seven days a week, taking one day off per week and not tracking anything can really help you begin to trust your body. So take off that day, eat like you normally do and see how things go. I think that's a really good first step in making this transition happen. And then from there, if that feels good, start taking more and more days off. So take two days off per week, take three days off per week and see how you feel. But really to build that trust, you need to remove yourself from those macros. So I think intentionally planning days can be a great way to start. So maybe you're tracking Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and maybe tracking the weekend, but taking off Tuesday, Thursday or something like that. And just eating like you normally do and seeing how you feel. You know what? The world is not going to end. The sky is not going to fall. You will be okay, but you need to learn that for yourself and you need to learn to trust yourself not tracking macros every single day. Okay, the second tip I have for you for transitioning from tracking macros to more intuitive eating is just tracking your protein. This is a really easy way to simplify this whole tracking process. And protein is really one of the most important macros. I mean, obviously it's good for building muscle, repairing muscle, cell health, brain health, mood, all the things. We love protein for so many reasons. And it's also the hardest macro to get into your diet. Um, a lot of times you do need to plan it ahead of times. So you need to cook it. Um, unlike carbs and fat, I feel like you could find them everywhere. It's easy to find them, they are tasty. But with protein, you do need to be a little bit more intentional with what you're doing. I also think if you are eating enough protein, you are more satisfied, your blood sugar is more stable. And I think you are also being more purposeful with what you are eating. 
Um, and maybe it's ensuring that you're getting more whole foods in your diet. I think when I think of protein, I think of meat and fish and eggs and dairy and things like that. Um, obviously protein powder and things like that. But if you are hitting that protein goal, I think you're probably doing pretty well as far as your food choices go. So that would be just one way to simplify the whole transition from macros to more intuitive eating. So the third tip I have for you for making this transition is focusing on whole foods. I really think the hierarchy when it comes to food and eating well is whole foods are most important and then from there portion size. So it sounds like such a simple tip, but if you can focus on eating whole foods, so essentially things that come from the earth or that come from an animal or a product from the animal. Um, technically fish would fit in there too. <laughs> animal or fish, whole foods that come from the earth. Um, if you prioritize those foods, I think that would be most important. And then just paying attention to your portion size. That can really make this transition so much easier. So instead of worrying about X number of protein, carbs, and fat, just make sure you are eating whole foods most of the time and then just keeping those portion sizes in check. So when it comes to portion size, I just want to clarify a couple things. So if you're somebody that's been tracking macros for a really long time or a decent amount of time, you probably have a pretty good idea of what a proper portion size looks like as far as you know four ounces of chicken or half a cup of rice or whatever you're eating. So you might already have a pretty good idea of what those portion, size are, portion sizes are. And I think it's important to trust yourself, trust your body that you can eyeball those choices. It doesn't need to be exact. And then there are also these hand measurements that can be really, really helpful as far as giving you a visual of what, you know, X amount of ounces of meat looks like, what a thumb size serving of butter or something looks like. So those hand portions can be really, really helpful and it's really, really easy to learn. Tracking macros can be really complicated when you add in a food scale and ounces and grams and things like that. So I think these hand measurements can be really, really helpful and it does take some of that pressure off of being exact. I think it's also really efficient and quick. So if you are dining out or if you're getting takeout or you know, you're just being a little more loose with your food, I think it can be a really nice way to make that transition with some sort of consistency and structure as far as what you are eating. Okay, so the final tip that I have for making this transition from macros to more intuitive easy eating is using a hunger and fullness scale. So basically, when you're hungry or when you are eating, rate your hunger or fullness on a scale of one to 10. I think giving it a number can be really, really helpful as far as giving you data, but not necessarily tracking every single thing you eat. So for example, if you are getting a little bit hungry, it's almost lunchtime, rating your hunger on a scale of one to 10 can give you that feedback without necessarily planning macros into your day, but giving your hunger a number and then planning your meal accordingly. Same goes for when you are eating. So trying to eat until you are 80% full. So an eight on that scale. But I think slowing down at meal time, listening to your body, trusting your body is a really nice way to practice that intuitive eating and not necessarily track those macros. 
So I briefly mentioned cycle syncing and working with your menstrual cycle to plan what you eat or don't eat and really maximizing your hormones and results. I'm obsessed with cycle syncing. I think it is fascinating, um, but I have a great freebie for you. It is a hormonal health meal plan and it helps you prioritize what macros to eat in the first half of your cycle, the follicular phase, and the second half of your cycle, the luteal phase. And like I said, your body has different energy needs at different points in your cycle. So this sample meal plan can help you figure out what to eat and which phase of your cycle to really max maximize your energy, your hormones, and your results. The meal plan also has a bunch of whole food recipes in there to really help make this all easier. There's even a grocery shopping list. So download this freebie. We will put a link here so you can grab it for yourself. It's an awesome, awesome meal plan. So many tasty recipes. And like I said, it can really help optimize your hormones and your results. I hope you found this video to be helpful to your transition from tracking macros every single day to a more intuitive eating lifestyle. If you could, please take a minute to like this video, subscribe to my channel. There'll definitely be more information like this, plus so much more related to hormones and minerals and fitness and health and thyroid and all the things that I love talking about. But really, you taking the time to like this video helps other women find this information and it could help them as far as their health journey goes.